Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about spotting toxic managers in the interview. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, how do you spot a bad slash toxic company manager to work for as uh, to work for as a developer during the interview process? Well. Um, unfortunately, there's never any real way of knowing this because, I mean, tox being toxic and like good places of work or good managers, bad managers, it's all very subjective to each individual what they what they need. But I can give you that you're at the very least likely to see some hints if you know what you're looking for. But this is once again it's subjective. So I'll just give you the ones that I usually see that I see as red flags when you're talking to a manager. So my first one is going to be that the manager in question has, uh, like when they're talking, they're not really talking with the words of someone who is experienced. They emphasize a lot of the standard, you know, work policies and they talk about safe and scrum and so forth. And they can't really hold a conversation on any level except for the absolute bare bone minimum knowledge of agile practices, which is, Usually, when I see, this usually indicates incompetence, severe incompetence, and uh, these sorts of people, they are usually people who either came from another industry or like they've never actually done any IT work before in their life, and they took a crash course on how to do it, and they will, f in many cases, they will follow the quote-unquote best practices of the industry, like a zealot. It's super annoying to work with these people, in my opinion, because it's basically, it's like, I mean, these are the sorts of people who are, they're usually very inflexible, and as I said, the, the, the reason is behind it is because they simply are incompetent. They don't actually have the skills necessary to do this job, but they have it, and so you're going to have to deal with them. I try to avoid this as much as possible. I've, wor I've been in interviews where like, I can immediately tell that this person doesn't know the first thing about development. Like he's never ever done this. It's it's in in a sense it's actually similar to how you know I say sometimes that you have so so called philosopher programmers. These are people who have read a few books on functional programming or something, and all of a sudden they act as if that is the holy grail, the silver bullet to solve all their problems, and. You can. It's like talking to a complete moron or like a zealot or something like that. Who like they won't listen to you because they have no experience. They don't have anything to, apart from the words of somebody else, and they don't care about your experiences because there's a book here or like a whatever that shows that has given them the answer. So you can't talk to people like that. This is usually a big warning flag for me. Then another one that happens a lot is that they ask very irrelevant questions. Um, that happens quite a bit where you have them like ask you about things that are what I call fairly non-standard things that don't really fit in so well to the normal framework of questions that are relevant when you're hiring a software developer. 
and this is usually because they are in, inexperienced. They don't have to necessarily be incompetent here, but they are inexperienced. They ask about things that are irrelevant. Uh, that oh, do, how do you feel about learning the domain of the company and things, uh, or uh, how are are you flexible as a person and stuff like that? I mean, these are things that you ask like literally every single person who is going to be anything in middle management. But it's not really this sort of. I mean, you you should just have an hour maybe or something like that for an interview so you're wasting time yeah, with questions that you would pose to somebody who is how do I put this there, there are extremely relevant questions when you're hiring somebody and then there are these sorts of questions that are like just fluff and usually this is because they're inexperienced they might be very good within their domain depending on what type of this also fits into like what type of company are you dealing with if you're dealing with a purebred IT company or something else uh, because if you get these sorts of questions from a company where a man in a, in a manager that works for a company that isn't really a IT company or like they're trying to become things some like this, become one or something like that it's actually very normal that this happens and then you can just basically assume that you're gonna have to teach this person practically everything about IT if you're depending on your role of course if you're a junior software developer it's one thing but usually it's um, they are going to need actual training from a, uh, a senior software developer but that's of course we don't train our managers in that way because that would indicate that they are not superior or like that would be weird for a lot of hierarchies even though the senior software developer knows more, uh, has more knowledge in their left, in their, in their, uh, I don't want even want to say it, in the, they have way, way, way more knowledge and could probably run the team more effectively than this manager will ever be able to do. We don't work that way because the world doesn't work on in an export. It's, unfortunately, the world is not an expert democracy. And then you have the ones that are really fun. They show authority when it's not needed. That's also fun. The ex-military types or the people who act as like the coach of a team or something like that in the interview, and they, like, they're really authoritative and not all overall. Like I find them not so pleasant to talk to. And the reason I usually don't find that is because they're usually very insecure and bossy. Like that's what it comes down to. In essence, they they seem to in, uh, have the idea that intimidating people to doing their way or like being forceful and stuff like that is gonna. I mean, it's a feasible strategy. Unfortunately, if they're in a management position, that's gonna work. But what they don't realize is that it's not working because they are acting like an asshole to people, or being authoritative. It's working because they're a manager. It would work uh, if you gave me the same title. I would be able to do the exact same thing and not be, not intimidate people into doing it because that's the beautiful part about having hierarchies you see the only time you have to worry that shit isn't getting done or that way you have to like use the stick instead of the carrot is if the people underneath are not doing a good job and if you can't tell when it's appropriate to use the stick and when you want to use the carrot, well, I mean, in my experience, that's usually a really shitty manager. And that's usually what you see here. This is the sort of person who has found like a niche. Oh, yeah, if I'm just very forceful or have like act as if I'm the boss, uh, everything is going my way. And these people, uh, I usually don't deal with them at all because it's, uh, they cause anxiety for people on a daily basis and they seem often to either be completely 
oblivious to that fact or they just don't care either way uh, they are causing problems then you have the buzzword and sales types that you can look out for like uh, they you know you ask them about their company or you ask and they go into a sales pitch and I mean every manager has a certain level of like say sales in them I, I suspect that that starts embedding itself into your personality once you stop coding and you start just sitting in meetings and you actually buy into the corporate bullshit I don't know but it starts at some point and the ones that are the most extreme are the ones who like you can hear in between their words like you ask them anything technical anything specific about work or something that you're actually going to do and they have almost no knowledge or they need somebody else to answer and whenever they talk it's just you know oh we're trying to be innovative and we're not outsourcing things everything's in-house like they're because that this is usually a sales rep in the wrong department and I hate working for these people, I'm sorry to say. Like it's the most annoying thing in the world because these sorts of people, they, they don't know the first thing about software development, but it's even worse because usually these people are more interested in their own ego and their own personality, like their own personal brand within the company and appearances. Appearances is very important to this sort of person. So if it's a sharply dressed person to add to that as well, holy shit, watch out. Because then, especially if they have really nice hair, because that is the sort of guy or girl or something like that with that level of grooming and that level of attitude they usually treat their position as a stepping stone to to bigger and greater things if there's any archetype of bad manager this is the one who's going to help you create the most severe legacy and hack level stuff as you, that you can imagine because these are the sort of people pleaser types usually who as I said in sales a lot of what you do is just about getting the yes. I know that that's not what it's supposed to be about but I mean I've never met a salesperson who could plan ahead for fuck. I mean they're extremely good at talking because most of these people usually solve every problem by just talking more. They don't learn things, they don't like invest in knowledge or like become useful in the sense that they can actually answer really uh, like real questions about the work. They just talk and direct you to people that can solve the problem for them. They never actually themselves take charge and learn the things about, the, say, the product. Uh, you will be surprised, guys. I, I have a social fantasy. One day I want to be a buyer for like one of these big corporations and then just go and talk to different uh, suppliers for software and eat their sales rep alive. Because I've been in a million of these meetings and I can hear immediately that they don't actually know their own system and they can fake it because the people who are asking questions don't actually know anything about IT. But I do. And lastly, you have the ones who ask unusually complex tech questions or like they seem to be on the hunt for, like they really probe you for technical things. These are usually the, the managers who used to be developers and then they became managers and they tend to some of them are good but uh, sometimes they're also very opinionated and like they kind of get into they micromanage and things like that sometimes a little bit of micromanagement is useful if it's a good person but they can also be extremely opinionated and get really annoying uh, when it comes to code review time so be a little bit careful about that so what i want you to take away from this is that the best way for you to deal with a bad manager is to first and foremost be secure in yourself and of course have very strong tech skills. If you have those things to start off with you will learn something that I learned uh, which I think is very nice and that is that nobody questions 
a software developer who can prove very definitively that they know their shit. And the second part is that they can communicate as a professional. That is very important. The better you get at the soft skills part and mannerisms and so forth so that people actually not just hear your experience but they feel your experience. When you talk, when you behave and so forth and so forth. You f they feel the professionalism if that makes sense. The more likely they are to just be quiet and like not inject so much of themselves into the conversation because it's uh, it's a very human thing. Uh, we usually get very caught up in our own mind and like we talk and like we made a bunch of assumptions but we all respect results and experience is just derived from results. If you realize that if you can speak in that way to people they will immediately hear that oh shit this person actually knows some stuff and usually your life becomes a whole lot easier when people respect the knowledge that you have and the professionalism that you um, that you show them have a great day